Hi, we're at Intelligent Content in San Jose, and I'm talking with Sarah O'Keefe. Sarah, uh, tell me what was your presentation on and what interested you about the topic? I did a presentation this week on the many facets of content strategy and my main focus was on talking about the hierarchy really of information, of content and how we need to think about all those different levels of content that we have. Is it available? Is it accurate? Is it appropriate? Before we ever get to the question of is it intelligent? So we have all these prerequisite things that we need to deal with and I really had a call to action to the people that were in my session to say when you think about content strategy look at this hierarchy of content needs and figure out whether you're meeting them all before you get too invested in tools and technologies and systems and new toys and all the rest of it. So can you kind of describe this triangle? Um, like you, you mentioned briefly the layers, but can mm -hmm. you go in more depth a little bit about the, the foundation and then the very top? So most people are familiar with Maslow's hierarchy of needs, which says essentially that if you don't have food and shelter, you don't care about things like self-actualization, which is at the top of the pyramid. So what I did was I built out a pyramid that covers the content needs. And so the very bottom layer of this is, is the content available? Because if it doesn't exist, if I can't get to it, then it, nothing else really matters. Availability might also include, is it searchable? Can I find it? Because of course, available, just the fact that it exists doesn't mean that I can actually locate the content. So that was the bottom layer. The sort of prerequisite to everything else is available. After that, we have accurate. We like for our content to be accurate. Uh, but again, if it doesn't exist, the fact, or the, if I can't access it, the fact that it's very accurate is not that helpful, right? First, it has to be available, then I want it to be accurate. After that, we have, is it appropriate? Is it in the right language? Is it at the right level for this audience? Does it make sense to this audience? Is it the right voice and tone and all these kinds of things? And then from there, we go into uh, connected. Is there a social layer? Can I vote it up? Can I vote it down? Can I maybe edit it? Is it in a wiki? Those types of things. And then the fifth layer is intelligent. Can I manipulate it? Can I personalize it? Can I do things with this information? So my idea is that we have this five layer hierarchy of needs for content, which we need to pay attention to and think about those prerequisites before we get into the higher le levels of content. Do people ever get to the highest level? I mean, it seems like a lot of times we're just trying to meet deadlines and we don't have time to really get beyond a couple of levels. Well, and yeah, and that's a that's a really valid point. And one of the things I said was we really need, if you have minimum viable product on the product side, we have minimum viable content on the content side. And the problem is a lot of people aren't even doing that. So I would argue that minimum viable content is the first three layers. Available, accurate, appropriate. And hardly anybody is doing even that much. So we really need to do that. And then once we've done that, then we can talk about is it connected and intelligent and cool and nifty and all these other things. But really, we're not really serving our customers very well if we don't deliver that baseline of good content. And, and many of us are not doing it because of deadlines. Yeah. What, are there any other reasons why people aren't doing it other than just, I mean, everybody always has deadlines, right? So maybe it's a false excuse. People say that we don't have time. What are, there, what are other reasons why people don't go beyond the basics or why they don't even meet the, the basic standards? Well, I think that in, in the land of, of technical communication, we tend to focus on accuracy above everything else. As long as it's technically accurate, the fact that I've embedded it in an 800-page PDF is acceptable. 
but maybe it's not acceptable to my customer. Maybe they'd rather have something that's much more immediate, much easier to access, but maybe not in PDF, even though it's you know 90% as accurate as the other thing. So I think that it's hard for us to focus on the question of what do our customers really need, and accuracy, of course, is much more important if you're talking about, let's say, a medical device than it is if you're talking about um, a casual game company. So you have to kind of balance these things and look at the question of which is the most important. Uh, appropriate content, which is to say content that, for example, meets a regulatory requirement, is very important if you're a medical device manufacturer, but if you're an unregulated industry, then you can kind of do, you can experiment, you can do different things, you can come up with cool things. So we have to balance these requirements against our particular industries and what we're doing in those industries and what our, you know, our needs are in that industry and our audience's needs. You work with a lot of different industries. Um, what's your favorite industry to work with? <laughs> well, they're all special yeah. um, in, in different ways. Uh, some are more special than others. Um, I actually think, though, that the ones that are the most interesting to us tend to be the ones that have the most transformative kinds of projects. And that actually ends up being, in many cases, the sort of heavy machinery, heavy industry kinds of companies. Because what they're doing now is they've been doing the same thing for the past 20 years, and now suddenly they're making this huge jump of, okay, this isn't working anymore. We need, we need interactive tablet deliverables. We need intelligent content. We need our uh, troubleshooting to talk to our parts catalog, those kinds of things. They're doing some fascinating integration things. And they're going, they're, they're making such a huge jump. Where a lot of industries, a lot of other industries have kind of gradually evolved and gradually moved forward, so they're, they're changing incrementally. So to us, what's really exciting is to talk to somebody that really hasn't changed their process since, you know, something like 1985, and all of a sudden, they're ready, and they want to go forward, and they want to come up with some really cool stuff. Sarah, if somebody wants to find out more about you and, and your company, where should they where should they go? They can find us at scriptorium.com on the web, or just, you know, just Google us, and we'll turn up. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you.